Tonight on the Range Minded Podcast, we talk to Chris Evans. Not Captain America, though. Nope, Captain Australia himself, Chris Evans. If this sounds familiar, well, he's been on the show before, but it's been quite a while. So, we catch up, find out what he's doing, how he enjoys long-range shooting, what he's up to now, and, well, take a listen. We kind of wander all over the place. Anyway, enjoy. What is going on, everyone? It's Steve with the Range Minded Podcast. We'd like to excuse Nick for tonight. He had a bunch of stuff going on at work. But uh, after a little bit of wrangling and some begging and a few text messages back and forth, I did get a special guest that may sound familiar to you if you listen to the show for very long. Uh, it is Ozzy Chris. Chris, what is going on? Uh, g'day, mate. It's it's um good. Um, things are, things are, do I say good? Um, I'm, I'm in Melbourne, Australia. So, um, yeah, we're just coming out of the that longest lockdown in, in, in human history. So, um, but th- things are getting back to normal pretty quickly. I, so I hope so. And I don't want to get into the weeds with that kind of stuff, but it's, it's been rough for Victoria. It, I mean, it's been rough for the world, but it, from what we see in the states, it's been pretty rough in Victoria, especially Melbourne. So, I hope I hope you're doing yeah. well. One of these days, you'll get back over here on this side of the pond, and we'll get to hang out. When we're, when we're allowed to travel overseas again, you know, with ease, um, I'll definitely spend some time. Um, yeah, it's been. Uh, it's been I'm looking looking forward to coming and shooting some real guns. So that'll be good. Yes, it's been long overdue. Yeah, yeah it is. <laughs> so. Let's uh let's catch people up a little bit about if you know we got a lot of new listeners we got a I'm I've got a bunch of different feeds now that I didn't have in, you know a few months ago so let's just reintroduce you again so tell me a little bit about you Chris well um you and I've known each other for for twenty odd years um, gosh it's crazy which is which has been a long it's been a long <laughs> twenty years um but uh um you know I don't know I'll, Steve Steve I don't, Australia for a couple of years so um that's where we we really got to know each other and um we've kept in contact over the, over the last last period of time um I, I grew up obviously in australia i grew up in a in a country rural area and um i've been uh, an avid recreational shooter um since i was about 12 um or uh, yeah about 12 years old um and uh, yeah, from the first time I ever fired a gun to to now, I've 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 loved it. So just to just to um, bring people up to speed on on that, I started shooting prior to nineteen ninety six. So I'm you know I grew up you know shooting semi autos and so and other pre, different rifles pre Port Arthur, right? Pre pre Port Arthur, so pre. Um, uh, the uh, change in gun laws uh, to the to where they are now in Australia, um, and uh, yeah, yeah. So look, I've I've always loved it. You know, I, I've been deer shooting and and fox hunting, and and I've uh, I've helped landowners, you know, do pest management, um, uh, rabbits, and and uh, other things. Kangaroos. Kangaroos. Yeah, I wasn't necessarily going to add that in, but yeah, um, <laughs> well, it people, is. It is legal. A lot of Americans don't understand that kangaroos are a nuisance. They they're everywhere. 
Well, for the most part. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I don't know. Were you with me when we hit the kangaroo in Perth? Anyway. Um, no, I wasn't. No, there, we... But... Yeah, we... Um, kangaroos... Can, look, yeah, they are a native animal and it's illegal to to shoot them uh, for no reason. But um, when you have landowners... Uh, um, then you can get a permit um, from our Department of uh, Environment or DNRE. Um, I think that's what they're called now. Um, uh, bees, fleas, and trees. Um, the um, to to go and and to manage those, so you can get a head count. And you can go out there with a with a primary producer or a landowner and and um, and cull them. So, so I've, as, done that, as, I've done that a as, lot. So I have a question with the culling. So if yep. if you're cold, and, and maybe people won't understand this either, uh, I didn't get a chance to eat kangaroo when I was over there. Oh no, actually I did. I did eat kangaroo. As you're calling, can that, can you eat them after you've you've killed them or no? The 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 law is that you um you can't harvest them for for meat. So um, even after you're, you're... you've you've pest you've, you've gone through the pest control, you can't eat them at that point. That's well, the the law states that you can't know. Oh, that's too bad. So, what a waste. Yeah. It, it it feels that way, but there's so many of them it's it's you know. Um but, but I've talked so you look I've talked to people. Oh well let's go. Yeah, let's keep going, sorry. <laughs> no, no, no. Look, it's um no look I've i like so I, I've been around guns um for a very long time. It's it's been a passion and a hobby of mine. I've owned many, many, many different rifles over the years and um I've done many different kinds of shooting. Um, at the moment, um, at the moment, I'm I'm really involved in uh, uh, my long range. So my long range target shooting. Um, I'm starting to get into PRS, um, but still um, uh, enjoy what 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 we call F class um, here. Um, and I use a six five for that. I've got a Tika Attack A one and more um for that and um more recently i've I've gotten into um long range precision 22 so i'm shooting yeah. targets out to out to you know 300 plus meters um and, and what uh, platform you know, we're, are we're you trying to what platform are you shooting the 22 uh i um i've invested um probably more than i should have in that so i've got a, <laughs> a, a cz 457 um i've got the lrp which is their long range precision um uh platform so there's actually not that many of them here in australia but they're a beautiful rifle so they're designed with a match chamber and a fluted barrel um and a and a, and a specific stock and, and they're very 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 accurate straight yeah, out of C the box the cz like, makes a great rifle they do so um i think you know they're originally um when they were the the brunos um um, you know, they, they were just a copy of an Anschutz or a cheaper Anschutz, Anschutz, yeah. and now they've they've come into their own, and they've they've the 457s a really really good platform, so I really enjoy that. Um, uh, it's a lot cheaper to shoot too, so it's it's very good. But no, I, um, and and look, I've got mates of mine. Um, I, I want to get my pistol license again or my handgun license again, so I can start shooting. Um shooting that again yeah. so um yeah it's um 
It's uh, very good. So that in a nutshell, that's that's my involvement around the the sport and and makes it relevant. And I've look, I've been over to the states many. Steve and I have shot um, guns a, a few times, or a lot of different handguns, <laughs> and a lot of the AR platforms, and and some of the fully automatic things, and it. And uh, so, and I hope to get over again soon. You need to. I I hope it opens up to where we can hang out again in person and not over the internet. So, um, with your with your Creedmoor and and whatever plat- other platforms you're running. What's ammo like to get in Australia? It's it's been difficult lately here in the states. I wondered if it was the same over there. It, it is the same. Um, it's the same. Uh, luckily, I, I guess wouldn't call me a prepper. I guess I'm uh, <laughs> I, I, I'm I'm uh, I enjoy my camping and, and things like that. So I've got lots of gear. I made strategic decisions not to get any exotic calibers. So I, I run a 308. I've got uh, 223s. I've got uh, 6.5 Creedmoors. I've got 22s. Um, I've got, um, there's a, a 300 Win Magnair, 300 WSM, um, uh, 243s, and so on. So I've, it, look, there's, I've kind of gone down that road of making sure that I've had calibers that are, uh, easily available and I reload um, sure. for, for, for that. But the cost of ammunition has, has jumped. So, you know, for us, a packet of a 20 pack of Hornady match, you know, 6.5 Creed more, 140 grain, you're looking at 65 to $70 a pack now. Australian. Yeah. So, Australian. And, and it's, it's almost that much American here now. Like, I don't have a Creed more. Mm. I, I've kind of chosen not to go that route, um, and maybe I should have. I actually I didn't know if that that cartridge is even going to catch on, but it's uh, it's very popular, obviously. And now there's mm. a new, and maybe you haven't heard of it or not. There's that new six eight Western. That's a that's a pretty interesting cartridge that I might have to do something with, but it's just more money. Than I, I I want to go a what is it a six millimeter arc? Um, I want to go a, a an arc. Um, yeah. I, I hear they are they're very good and they've got a um they they fit into an AR platform and yeah no yeah so uh, I, look I hear good things so I mean I'm, <laughs> it's based off the Grendel isn't it the Arc yeah or the it it very well could be I don't know enough about that cartridge I, I'm surprised I'm, I'm I, I would think that you would be all over anything that was AR. <laughs> um the grendel i know so. i i built i built a grendel for a friend of mine i should say i helped him build the grendel i didn't buy the parts or anything he he bought everything but finding that kind of ammo is absolutely ridiculous right now too i think uh lately i've decided i'm gonna build a 308 ar i think that's my next uh my next build yeah look you know um i i think i think well that's off an ar10 platform isn't it so correct um, yeah but the I look. I, I mean, I I thought about that as well. I, I mean, if I if I was living in the states, everyone, I would have more guns than you could poke a stick at. But <laughs> um, and yes, I'm but trying look, to if get you... him to move, I'm trying to get him to come to the states because <laughs> we need him here. Yeah, <laughs> I, you're too kind. No, but the 
I, I like um, maybe maybe if you did some research on the six millimeter arc, you'd you'd see that it's got the same amount of of energy downrange as a three hundred eight or even more. Um, and I think for me, given I've always loved long range shooting, it it's about ballistic coefficients and about it's about energy downrange. That's that's um it's important to me. And I think that and the fact is you can carry more more in the in this you know platform as an AR fifteen sure. with the same amount of energy and more accuracy. I think I think it's probably worth a look. I mean, because an AR ten is good, but they're they're it's a lot bigger and bulkier and I guess so I wonder you have what, a lot so, more um So while you're on your computer there, I can hear you tapping away. Take a look at that six point eight Western. That because they're pretty okay. similar actually the arc's kind of a stubby little fella isn't it yeah um but it's uh, uh 30 cal that's hmm. interesting. interesting so it's um 6.8 western let me have a look okay that's an interesting looking thing. What what platform does that go in? It would probably be a th- uh, on the AR10 as well. Yeah, I mean it's 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 a thirty cal, so I mean it's it's probably right in there with the Western as well, or I mean the the Arc. Is it a thirty cal? Because if it's six point eight, is that six point eight mil? Uh, yeah. So it's seven point six two is thirty cal, isn't it? Oh yeah, yeah. So it's like a two eighty. Hmm. But um, yeah, no. Look, it's um definitely um uh I'll I'll, I'll read up on this um I'll read up on this. Yes. But I think I think you will you will like the the six millimeter arc because it was actually designed by Hornady for a branch of the military mm. um specifically. But anyway, I'm gonna, to, I'm gonna have to look into it. So. That's interesting. You've got an Aussie telling you about stuff that doesn't even exist here. So, well, you know, uh, long range stuff really isn't my my bag. Like, I, no, the reason why I was thinking no. the reason why I was thinking three hundred eight was just for the sake of uh, of ammunition management, right? I just look at the mm-hmm. what NATO's running, and I know, hey, that's a that's a popular cartridge, which I know it's kind of a dog now compared to what everybody's shooting, but. I, I guess I was, I, just, I, 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 I was just thinking of acquisition of ammunition. No, I, I agree with you, and I guess that was always my my idea is to 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 look at what will be available, you know, surplus or anything. But if if a branch of the military adopts something, then then hopefully the ammunition companies will tool up to Correct. be able to support it. And so well, that, then, and and that's what's happened with the six five Creedmoor. It's um. That's got the same muzzle energy as a, as a 300 wind mag down at a thousand meters. So, well, sorry, energy, um, not muzzle energy, but um, uh, energy on target. Yeah. yeah. Energy on target at, um, at a thousand meters as a 300 wind mag, smaller bullet, you know, and so on. But, you know, that, that's, that's what you need. Flatter shooting, um, really, you know, recoil management's easier. I can see why right. people like it. And a, a lot of the guys in the PRS world are moving to a six mil um, for that very reason. They wouldn't be able to spot their shots on target and, and have less recoil management, but still want a flat shooting, yeah, it's you know, pretty, um, hard-hitting pretty, round. 
pretty so. interesting. I was just looking here on a a photo on on the on the Googleizer here, and it's it's a little shorter case wise than the Grendel. So mm. It's interesting that the it's been well, I think out it's, a lot I of think, energy. Don't quote me on that, but I think it's actually built off the Grendel. Um, Grendel well, it looks like it's a little bit round. So it's just it's hair, hair smaller and shorter. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, I'm it's gonna have to can do put some the study. Longer, so they can put the longer, longer BC bullets in. Yeah. Yeah. So. So the anyway, reason why I, the, yeah. the reason why I was yeah. I was leaning towards building a new thirty caliber AR is because I recently was was talking to a friend of mine that also guides hunts in Texas, and uh, I was just joking around with him. He's headed down in January for six weeks. I was like, well, man, while you're down there, find me a, a hog hunt. And uh, he, he says, well, do you want do you want to be on the ground or do you want to be in a helicopter? And <laughs> well, obviously, I want to be in a helicopter, but he's, he says, well, those start around $2,000. <laughs> so I'm already going to be about $4,000 into it if I build the rifle and fly in a helicopter. So I better it better be worth it. And you better be there with me next to me. Well, I mean, when shot show because I was, uh, I wouldn't, I would love to have an excuse to come over, and I think the borders are opening up properly enough, so shot show I might be able to come over. Starts January eighteen. Oh, okay. Well, maybe we'll think about maybe, that. Yeah, it would be a blast. So, um, I guess sorry, everybody. That's, it feels like we're rambling. So, what, <laughs> um, what did you, what did you, what did we want to talk about today? So, well, I had some, some ideas to talk about things. I don't know if you're comfortable talking about them or not, but we don't have to talk about them. Um, originally, before uh, Nick told me he was unable to get on the show tonight, which I don't, I don't think you've met Nick, have you? Nick Hoffer with Hoffer no. Colsters. Um, no. I was going to go through a, a few scenarios of, of some home invasions and things, and, and I don't know if that interests you or not at all. We don't have to talk about that. Um, no, look, uh, I, I guess it'd be interesting perspective for people to understand the difference between, I guess, some of the Australian perspective on, on that um, and American because we don't, you know, it's against the law here to, to use a firearm in self-defense because in defense, they're, yeah. not, they're not for that. So, so the legal, I guess... Can, I know some of your, your your listeners may be interested in understanding, you know, Australia, we've gone through the gun buyback and we've gone through some of the the other, um, you know, getting rid of all of the semi-automatic weapons and, and so on and and what that means moving forward. And, and, and I, I know we've talked about this before, but I guess it would be an interesting um, segue to, to actually under, let, maybe give some listeners perspective on why australia is why that why that worked in australia and why personally i feel that that wouldn't wouldn't necessarily work in america um well and i can it, and, I, because... and, and i had some other stuff we could share too some some uh guns america articles that i was reading this afternoon um mm. about some upcoming gun laws which which would might be a little interesting to talk about too um that Calif- california is well, I... trying to implement Look, I, I, I think, um, uh, I think for, for people to really understand, you know, Australia and guns, you need to, you need to understand where we've come from, and yeah. where, where America has come from. So, I mean, all of your listeners are, are 
probably really well well grounded in American history and and how America came to be, um, and and more so than me because I'm not American. Um, but the the um, the 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 basic um, reason is Australia never had conflict. Um, well, let's just let's just say we never had we never had you know major conflict to 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 be able to um, keep Australia. You know we. we the first settlers landed, um, you know, um, there, there were, you know, obviously the, uh, the, the convict settlers and, and then, then, you know, they came, uh, the British, you know, sent more boats and sent more convicts. And, sure. and then when people had served their term, um, they said, great, well, you can go back to England or you can stay here. That's like, well, why would I want to go back there? So, um, and then, but, but during that time you, you had, you know, British rule and, and their law. And so that they always had, you know, the, the, you might say the military and then, then later the, the police will call it in inverted commas. And so because, because of that, there was, there was no real, um, I mean, there was conflict, there was conflict among the, the indigenous population and so on like that. But, um, and there was conflict among you know, we've, we've had like the Australian bush rangers and so on, but there yeah. wasn't ever a, a, an opposing force to say, I'm going to take your country or I'm, I'm going to, you know, take this off you like it was with the French and the Redcoats. And, and then, you know, the, the, the other, the other <laughs> wars that, that happened in America, you know, and the, the more conflicts and then, then the, the need for militias and the need to, to protect um, those things. So, um, the way the way our systems of government and the way our laws are, and 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 so on, that they it's very different. And yes. guns, the gun culture, the gun culture was never it's never been in place. I mean, we haven't had self defense laws in inverted commas. We we do have laws yeah. surrounding self defense, but we don't have specific self defense laws that say you can. You know, you can shoot somebody who's on your property, and that's okay. You know, um, we 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 talked about this before. So, yeah, in fact, um, I, it makes me think back to something you said that I still think about often. Is is uh, for Australia, it, it was only a privilege, where in the United States it was a right, and yeah, and hopefully people understand the difference of those two here in America. I think mm. a lot of times they just, they just think of it as a privilege where it, it is an ingrained right in our constitution. Exactly. And so um, it, it's a different, it's a different way. And, and our relationship with, with firearms is, is passionate. It, it's, it's real, you know, but the use of firearms here was, was, um, you know, it, that could be wrong. We, we had, you know, we had the Eureka Stockade. We had um, where people would, you know, uh, uprising over the government and so on. And we've we've had all that, but I mean, it wasn't um, firearms here were were never really used um, for for that conflict or or, yeah. or you know for, for for that purpose. It was. You know, Australia still produces some of the best shooters in the world, but it's well, it's more absolutely. 
it's more because of the hunting or the sport shooting culture um, that we have or the farm or pest management, you know, like all, um, I speak to all of my, my mentors um, that I grew up with and, you know, they walked around after school with a 22 shooting rabbits and that was their hobby and that's what they did, you know, yeah. or they, um, or they, you know, shot ducks every duck season you know and and very passionate about that and and you know so that that family culture went to you know skeet shooting and 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 so on um and duck shooting or went to you know skilled trick shots and and other things like that with the 22 and and other things but you know it, it wasn't you know, we didn't we didn't really have a culture of people walking around with six guns, you know, shooting someone <laughs> dead in the street. You know, like it just it's the culture that was different, and so um, it's such an ingrained part of the American way. It's it's, it's like throwing the baby out with the bathwater. How do you untangle something that's so 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 there? So it's yeah, I I genuinely feel it's more about managing it. Um, you know, trying to be. Uh, look for responsible alternatives because you know it, it me being an outsider looking in um and listening to to all sides of the media it's it's clear that there's a problem there's there's a problem and there's a problem that both sides of the fence um recognize that and and this i think i i i was listening to um i can't remember the exact um thing i think it was one of um uh, Joe Rogan's podcast, but it was it was clear that there's a problem on both sides. Oh, there's a problem with with guns in America, but and both sides want to fix it. It's just that both sides have different ideas about what to do to fix it. And and I, um, I don't know, and, and I don't know if it's necessarily a gun problem as it is a societal problem where um, that, that's it's just that's the, just deprived so yeah. much. And, and I think I think you, you are right, and and you know my language, and, and I, you know, I'm not trying to be offensive <laughs> to anybody, but but um, the gun problem, I think there is like a definite societal problem. I remember us having a conversation in their last podcast, and and you said you went to school, you know, every every truck in your back, uh, with, sorry, with with a with a rifle in the back window of your truck. And you never you never thought once of pulling it out and doing anything, but it, it's it was it was there, and and but you were responsible, and the people around you were responsible, and there was a, a level of that. But I think I think society, and I'm, now I'm not talking about guns. I think I think society as a whole um, has has tried to uh in in a lot of aspects try to cater to the lowest common denominator yeah in in so many things so it's like well if if this person can't handle it then we all have to live with it or if this person can't do that then yeah you know we've all got to adjust our standard to the very lowest of low um or you know the very simple way of thinking to to cater for you know these extremes and and so on and i think some of that is is uh the media and and politicians on honestly both sides of the aisle here in the United States anyways have done such a good job into segregating us into into little tribes of and then tell us that the other tribes are always wrong and so mm. we we get that un- underlining disdain for people that may not think the same way that we do um or just because they have a a democrat after their name a d or an r or whatever you know that 
or they're too stupid yeah. to understand what it is. And, and really conversation is, is all that's needed to help. You know, that's the beginning of, of fixing stuff is just having a conversation. And there might be some gun laws that need to be changed in the United States. I, I don't know. I, I think there's, uh, we have 20,000 gun laws on the books in the United States already between state and federal. Mm. I think we just need to carry out those laws when, when things happen. Um, and, and maybe we'd, we would see a little bit different, uh, results if we actually executed those laws that already exist. Yeah, I, I think you're right. I, I think, you know, an understanding of the laws would be, it would be a good place to start. Yeah. As there's 20,000 of them. It'd be hard to even think that. Yeah. Between, between, you know? and, and people might think that that's the hyperbolic. No, that's reality. There's over 20,000 hmm. firearms laws between state and federal across the 50 states. Um, so that's a lot. Mm. It's, um, it is like, I, 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 I go back to a point that you said, um, earlier, uh, um, about the, uh, the, I guess the tribalism and, and the us and the them. And, and, you know, uh, I think, I think that, that the older I get, the more I realize that people don't like their opinions being challenged. Yeah. Um, and they're not willing to listen. And I think that that's, that's sad and, and dangerous because, you know, it's one thing to have an opinion, but I think I was always taught that, that if you have one, then you need to be able to defend it. Sure. And yeah. um, you need to be able to articulate why you have that opinion. Um, and if you can't, then you should probably um, do more research and understand <laughs> why you feel that way. But but um, I think now, um, more and more, I think people people have their ideas and have their ideals and have um, uh, things. But they 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 are willing to to voice them and they are willing to to um, uh, share them. But when they get challenged or when someone wants to actually understand why, or 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 someone, it's it's getting harder for people to. Um, they don't like being challenged. They don't like. Yeah. They don't like that. So, it, well, it's so much easier. I think that, to, that's, to ha it, yeah. It's so much easier to have an opinion than it is anything else. And I, and some of that I think even comes down to to social media, where it sees what we like and share, and then it creates this algorithm to where we only see those kind of things in our feeds, and and it just kind of feeds that uh, ignorance. I guess is a better way to put it that we we don't want to learn more because we think we we've seen it all already. Mm. Yeah, I, I I think back to, I mean, you know, we're old enough to recognize time before the internet, and <laughs> you know, if I wanted to, if I wanted to know anything, we you, you know we had the World Book Encyclopedia there, and yep. I, and I I had to go and look it up, and I had to go and read about it, and. Um, I had to get the information that was on hand and I had to trust the information that was given to me was, was correct. And, you know, you'd form opinions and, and ideas based on the people around you that you were associating with. And I, I guess one of the things that I feel that that did was it, it released information to us slowly. Um, and it gave, and where we got the information from also gave us context yeah. Um, whereas now, 
and we, we perfect example, you know, when we were looking up different things before this, um, uh, it, we typed in the Google and we got 10 different articles within three seconds. And yeah, it's like, well, first thing, you know, where are these from? You know, who has written these? What's their point of view? You know, um, uh, where, what's the source, you know? And, and I, I think that's the thing. We have so much information and, and not just younger people, but everybody has so much information available to them now. And it's, yeah. it's about having information with context to be able to make decisions um, and to be able to, to interpret those things and see what's good for you um, and, and what you agree with rather than, you know, I think people now just have so much information. It's, it's becoming harder to um, contextualize it and, and put it into perspective. So, yeah, yeah the on-demand stuff is has really kind of messed with our education. Mm. I mean, you think about it, I, as we were talking, I was, I was thinking. Um, so when I was a kid, my mom expected me to read books, and she would always bring stuff like Shakespeare, classical literature. Right? Nobody reads classical literature anymore. Nobody understands how that works. I mean, even the Bible, how many people really read the Bible anymore? Um, they may read newer translations, but you know, we were brought up with the King James version with old English. And nowadays kids don't even know what those words are. I, I, I guess, you know, um, people do, people do read that stuff. I, I mean, people, people do read Shakespeare. People, people do that, but it's, I think it's just a lot less than we think. Yeah. And, and, you know, I, I I think I think about my nephews now, and I've got one nephew that loves literature and loves reading, and he's a very good. Um, he studied creative writing and he studied awesome. writing. He's, he's very very into that. And so I, I think you know, people do invest in that. People do, but um, I know what you mean by saying, but not nobody, like they like used very to. Few, not 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 that they used to, and and I think. We do live in the era of a soundbite, a, a yeah. meme. Who would have? I mean, we didn't even know what memes were, but no, people get their information from headlines and or a ten a ten second TikTok video. <laughs> yeah, or a Twitter a Twitter post that's one hundred and forty seven characters or something like that. So yeah, you, you know, like and and this becomes factual information, and this becomes. You know, you 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 hear something, and then that becomes news, or that becomes real, and and it, I think you know, we, we talked about this before about you know both sides of the aisle, like it's it's becoming so so far left and so far right. I I crave middle ground. Yeah. To be honest. Yeah. Uh, I know the, the, we're talking about things we hadn't even thought of, but I mean, we I crave being able to have that conversation and saying that what you're sharing is an opinion that's different to mine. Please tell me how you got there. Yeah. How did you, how did you, how did you find that? Like what, you know, I, I'm my, my, uh, my business partner. Um, he, he had someone working with him and this is actually an interesting story and it ties in with getting back to the gun theme. Um, <laughs> Um, he had a, 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 a um, someone working 
for me. She actually had a terrible experience with, with the police and with firearms um, when she was a teenager. And, and um, you know, it, I, I won't go into detail with it, but it, whatever happened was tragic and somebody died and, and it was, mm. it was, it was um, a police shooting and, 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 and so on. So her, her framework and view of firearms and guns has is, is just been completely negative. And she grew up in the city. She'd never had any, um, any interaction with these things before. And so from her perspective, it was just bad. And I remember um, I was in the office and I just, I just said casually, you know, my, my business partner said to me, oh, what are you doing this weekend? And I said, oh, I'm going, um, I'm going shooting with some mates. And then immediately it was just like, you're terrible, you're bad, you're this and that, da, 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 da. And it was because her experience with it was just terrible. Yeah. Just really, really bad. And, and um, obviously some traumatic things happened. And I guess, um, I mean, I, I liked her. I mean, as a person, we'd never talked about this before. She'd never given, you know, and I didn't get my back up. I mean, the first thing was, is like, oh, sorry, can you tell me what, why, why do you feel this way? You know, and I actually took the time to go, why do you feel that? Like, why do you feel like that way about guns and firearms and why, you know, and when she shared the experience that she had, you know, I could see, you know, anybody that had gone through that would have such a negative, negative way yeah. of thinking. And, and um, you know, I'd never experienced that. I would never want to experience that, you know, um, and and so on so um going going back to it like i could appreciate her point of view and and i didn't judge her for it but if 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 we didn't take the time to ask why i would never have known such a tragic story that had happened and yeah. then you know give, given up you know given her the benefit of the doubt and understanding saying you know what if i had gone through that i would feel probably feel the same way um but uh, my experience is been this and i'm not going to stop enjoying what i do what my what my hobby and sport is but um i know not to bring it up around you i know not to do that in the future you know we're, we're friends so it, it, it just highlights that's just one story and it, it's gun related so i thought it, it 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 just shows the importance of being able to ask that question the question why why do you feel that way what experiences yeah. have you not have you had that form your opinion on that. And that's, and I think, I think we can all, we can all get there. And that's needed. Like right now, especially now with as crazy as everything outside the gun community, just what's going on in the world right now is if people would just communicate instead of throw out memes and, and burp up, you know, regurgitate stuff that they just read instead, if they would just talk and listen, which is the missing part of everything is listening then mm. there, there's probably a lot more common ground that, that we all meet on anyways. Yeah. Look, it's, it's about wanting to understand. And I think um, as you've raised that tribalism thing before, the more people retreat into their tribes and the more, the more, you know, you're surrounded with, you know, opinions that don't differ from you. Yeah. And, and it's so a comfortable place. You, it's a comfortable place. And it's, um, it actually takes a lot to step outside your comfort zone again, or to, to associate with people that think differently from you, but, but not get your back up, but actually open to discussion 
and you've got to have two willing participants. And oh, look, I've seen that here in Melbourne, and we're not going to talk about COVID or the, the things, but where you know we really have have had it hard with with a lot of our civil liberties and 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 our yeah. freedoms per se have have been encroached on for the greater good in inverted commas for the greater good. And so you have these people that just want to get back to living their life and they just want that, you know, they want everybody to, to make a decision that benefits everybody apparently in inverted commas and just so we can all move on. And, um, there are other people that, that, you know, don't want people telling them what to do for an equally valid <laughs> reason, their yeah. own concerns. And, and, you know, they want to, they want to stick their heels in and, and say that. So, I mean, Personally, and I, and I will share. You know, I am, um, I'm, I'm, I'm the person that wants you to have your liberty. I will fight for your decision not to do something, as much as for you to do something. Um, you know, I think that is we've forgotten what's most important, and that's our freedom to choose. Our agency yeah. is is the greatest God given gift, and I still believe that's the reason why we're all here is so that we can exercise that for, for a greater purpose. And so yeah, I yeah, agree. anything that, inc anything that encroaches on that, whether it be, you know, to my detriment or someone else's detriment, um, it, 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 I don't think it's right. Um, and I think we, we really need to kind of take that, that personal point of view out of it and look at, look at the common theme, which is, you know, if we really want, everyone to have agency, then we should all be fighting for the same thing. Agreed. So, so yeah. yeah, I agree. So you, uh, you mentioned that you some long range stuff back, back mm. to the gun stuff mm. for a minute. So in Australia, so you've been to the States, you know what it's like with some of the ranges, like over at independence where you got a hundred yards into a range. What are the ranges mm -hmm. like in Australia compared to the States? Uh, look, um, different. Um, <laughs> Uh, look, it, it's, it's highly regulated. So, um, you know, you've, 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 you can't just, there are some ranges that, are that, uh, club owned or organization here called the S double S double A, which is the sporting shooters association of Australia. You'd loosely, not to make comparisons, but you'd loosely call it, you know, the, the NRA of Australia. It's sure an advocate hope, for shooters. I, I sure yeah. hope it's better than the NRA. I sure hope it is. Well, <laughs> and that's me loosely, loosely saying <laughs> that it's, it's not the NRA and I, no, I don't have experience with the NRA, but all, what I do know about the NRA is that it's supposed to be a national organization to support and, and, um, and foster, you know, um, gun, firearms gun, and firearm gun usage rights. And gun, yep. gun, gun rights. Um, the Sporting Shooters Association is an association for people that that um, exactly what it says. They're sport shooters, and they um, you can join that, and then they they lobby government to you know make sure that um, our gun laws are fair, um, and that um, you know people have uh, places to shoot for recreation and for sport. Um, um, they, they run ranges. Um, and so there's a, and, and, and clubs, 
so people can join those clubs and go and shoot at different venues. And so um, we've got a couple of larger ranges here. We've got a, a short a rimfire and um, handgun range um, outside the city. Um, and that's a 50 meter range uh, for rimfire. Um, and it's uh, and it's out to 50 meters as well for, for handguns. Um, and you have club events there and, and a gen members of the general public can turn up and they can ask to shoot and they can be, you know, pay a fee and, and they can be supervised and, and so on. So um, that's that. And, and then we've got another range, meter range. Notice I'm not saying yards because we don't use yards here because we have a metric <laughs> system. Um, but um, we have a 500 meter range here. That, um, that's about an hour from where I live. And you can go down there and pay your fee if you're a member. Um, and then you can shoot all day and you can put targets out at different ranges, but they've got range officers that make sure you're doing the right thing. And, and, um, um, you know, it's, it's fairly regulated, you know, for safety reasons and sure. for other things. Um, but it's still, you know, we've got access to ranges. Um, there's other ranges, um, uh, and clubs around that they might shoot on a private range or they might shoot on, uh, so we've got a thousand meter range. Out in Bendigo, that's about an hour and a half from where I live. Um, when I was in Queensland, um, Queensland's a a very um, uh, it's more bogan more state, <laughs> bogan bogan state. So if you know what that means, <laughs> they um, don't know what a bogan and, is. Yeah, well, you can explain it then. Um, but no, um, Queensland's you know a bit more rough and. You know, they enjoy, um, you know, they enjoy I, I the firearms more up there. I wouldn't say it's like a redneck. I don't, I don't even know how to describe a bogan. They're kind of backwoodsy, hillbilly, rough and tumble. Oh, I, I don't know look, how to even explain bogans it. Aren't, bogans aren't necessarily backward. It's just a, it's a colloquial term for a, a very Aussie, you know, g'day mate. You know, it's like, like a Paul Hogan <laughs> kind of figure or whatever, but... Um, no, Queenslanders, I love Queensland. I used to live up there and, and there's a, there's a shooting complex there. It's called the Belmont shooting complex. It's about 10 kilometers or, oh, we'll say, you know, less than 10 miles, about eight miles from, from, um, from, and, and, uh, and you've got, you know, a thousand meter range. You've got, you know, shotgun ranges. You've got two pistol clubs. You've got another two 500 meter ranges you've got uh, yeah it's it's a huge shooting complex and so you know we, we have a really really solid shooting culture here in australia yeah um you know um and when you're passionate about it there's a lot of passionate people for it but you know we've really got 22 million or 24 million people here so you know that's like the size of texas or not even you know, I don't know yeah. how many people live in Texas, but, um, well, Los Angeles you know. has like what, 25 million people or something in LA. Yeah. So and, it, it's, it's yeah. So when you go, I was actually, we were talking, you kind of mentioned like going to other States between, you know, Victoria and, and, uh, but so other, other States like Western Australia or uh, there, they're far more strict, aren't they? When you get outside of yeah, so um, 
Uh, probably Victoria and Queensland have some of the better gun laws. Queensland have, oh, or Queensland and Northern Territory probably have the most relaxed gun laws. New South Wales um, has, are a lot more strict. WA is very strict. Um, you know, so it, it is, it's state-based as well. Um, okay. So it's kind of like, so, it's kind of like here in the States where we have kind of a federalist idea where the, the, there's some national gun laws, but states are welcome to make them more strict or, or different than what the national gun laws are. Yeah. Yeah. So for example, um, so for example, in, in Western Australia, which is beautiful, only, might I add. It's, it's beautiful, but the, the gun laws are very strict. So, um, uh, for example, you, why, you can't, that's why I don't, that's why I don't live there anymore. <laughs> you can't shoot on a property unless that property is um, registered um, with your license. So, for example, if I'm, if someone said to me, "Oh, I want to go and shoot or hunt um, there," then you actually need express permission to be able to do that. Um, not only from the landowner, but uh, from 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 my understanding, and I could be wrong, but you actually need to have that noted somewhere in your, in your license. One, one thing I do know for sure about the mm. license regulations in, in Western Australia is that the calibers of rifle and firearms that you own are listed on the back of your license. Yeah, they all have to, so, they all have to be notated, right? Yeah. So you have your license, which is a little plastic card. And when you go to buy ammunition, if you're, if the ammunition that you were wanting to purchase is not listed on your license, then they won't sell it to you or they, they, they're not allowed to sell it to you, I should say. Um, so it, it's, it's fairly strict. So, you know, if I'm, if I'm going shooting with a friend of mine and, and he says, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm licensed to, you know, it's like, go, go down and I've run out of 308. Can you go and get me a box of whatever? And you, you don't own one. And it's not listed on your license. Technically you wouldn't be able to buy one. So that's and just, that's... that's just one state. That's the way California is right now too, though. Hmm. Actually, okay. as far as far so, as I understand, yeah. It's not. It's not like that here. So, um, you know, if I've got my gun license, then I can go and buy any ammunition I want. So that's why I want to um, open a range down there. Well, yeah. Um. <laughs> but um. <laughs> Uh, no, look, definitely that, that's, um, you know, our, our gun laws are, are strict, but look, it's been so long since, since the changes and everything people, yeah. people it's, just it's almost been abide a, it's by it. generation. It's a whole nother generation mm. now that experiences it. And so people, people, if you want to shoot, you just, you just, um, you do what's asked of you. And, right. and I know that might sound, it, it's a bit of a different, like I said, the culture's different, the, the things are different, but, you know, I, I love, I really do love, love shooting. I love my firearms. So I, I, I won't do anything that will, would jeopardize, compromise. you know, me being able to, yeah, comp compromise my ability to do that. So, you know, I keep things within the law and, and I'm, I can have fun. So, which, which oddly is what most gun owners do anyways. They're, they abide by the law and they, because states, man, I enjoy uh, having my firearms and, and recreational shooting 
and I'm not going to live my life in a way that I'm going to jeopardize that either. And because I, I enjoy it. The funny thing is, is no matter what, bad people are going to do bad things, no matter what tool is at their disposal, whether it's a knife or a gun or whatever, it doesn't matter. It's the person, not the, not the tool. Well, this brings us to, I guess, in a roundabout way to what we were wanting to talk about, which is, which is more like, yeah, um, your home defense or your, your home invasions and things that have happened in America. So what, why don't you, why don't you tell me about some so of your, some just, of your things and we can. Here's a, here's a short one real quick that I'll read it. So around 5am, this is quoting, this is Daytona daily news this is state in Ohio. Okay. Around 5am on October 12th, an unknown man allegedly entered a residence in Perry township, Ohio and began assaulting the residents. One of the occupants was able to retrieve the firearm during the assault and shoot the suspect four times before he fled in a vehicle. Officers later found him walking down the road and took him to a nearby hospital for treatment for his gunshot wounds. The homeowners were able, or the homeowners were also taken to the hospital for evaluation. Once the intruder was released from the hospital, he was booked on suspicion of aggravated burglary and felonious assault. So, on that little short story, we we hear that the homeowners were able to retrieve a firearm that, that they had stashed in the home somewhere. Um, in, Does it actually in, say that it was a retrieved one that was stashed, or did they find it from him? Did they wrestle it from him? Um, it says to retrieve a firearm during the assault in the story. So I, without going into, you know, jumping on the internets and really digging into it, I, I just assumed it was something that they had already, they had somewhere, mm-hmm. whether it be in the nightstand or something. It doesn't say that they got it from the bad guy. Mm-hmm. So they were able to use a firearm in defense of life in their home. Now, I don't know all the, the gun laws in Ohio. Um, I imagine they're not as, you know, terribly strict, uh, at least compared to what you're used to. They're probably extremely lax, but um, still, they were able to defend their life with a with firearm. And most states are that way in the United States. And there's I've got a few others we could go through if you want. Um, but that was just the, the quickest story right at my fingertips. So uh, if you want, do you want my personal opinion on that? Like if there's any issue with that? Because yeah. I, I don't have an issue with that. <laughs> well, that was quick. <laughs> no, look, I mean, again, it comes down to environment. So if I had someone come into my home here for, in, in Australia, where I'm at, where I'm at, um, uh, chances the chances that they would be armed with a firearm would be negligible, right? Yeah, because far left, far access left. to fire access to firearms is is incredibly you know limited. So, you know, if if I was to um, like for starters, it's, it would be illegal for me to use one of my firearms in self defence. Okay, flat flat out it's illegal to, to, to do that. Okay. So um simply because all of my firearms need to be under lock and key, ammunition needs to be stored separately, preferably with the bolts taken out, you know, the safes the storage um containers for the rifles or, or for the for my firearms needs to be, you know, built out of a certain material, not easily accessible, bolted to the floor in some instances if it's less than 150 kilos. So there's a whole range of firearm storage that would prohibit me 
from being able to go and grab it um, easily and, you know, defend myself. So that's, it just doesn't happen here. Um, but if someone was to come into my home and, you know, I play golf. So if I grab one of my golf clubs and try to defend myself, um, depending, you know, on what the aggressive outcome is, like if I, if I chased him off and that was it, then that's fine. And if he was, you know, adamant that he wanted to kill me and I, I did that first, it would, then it would, I think it would be up to the courts whether or not I did something wrong. But sure. in this particular instance, because he was in America, and I say that because he was in America, um, and because the chances that someone is armed coming into your home and because the laws allow it, then I would do anything that was within the bounds of the law to defend myself and my family. That's it. And I, think, I, don't, I, don't, I don't find that wrong. And I think self-defense is a, is a natural instinct. Like I, um, if you've spent any time doing any kind of martial art or anything, you kind of know, or even been in a fight, I guess we could go even that, that rugged. Like normally if somebody's coming at you, your, your instinct is to bring up your hands and kind of cower a little bit in defense, right? That's a, a defensive reflex that every person has. And honestly, yeah. I think, I think self-defense or self-preservation is a natural tendency. Some of us may be more, oh, oh, more inclined to actually do something. Yeah. I'd say self-preservation is the natural instinct. Um, yeah. And that can be your fight or flight mechanism. So some people, if they're faced with danger, they just run, you know, and that's yeah. still or, self-preservation. Or they freeze so, or they freeze. Yeah. They play, they play dead. Or they, 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 you know, fight for their life. So, yeah. Which I um, hope, I hope everybody's willing to do because I don't want to die. I mean, yeah, I don't want, I don't want to die in a vicious manner. I guess I'll put it that way. I'm not scared <laughs> of death. No, no. Um, it's inevitable. It's something that's going to happen to all of us. So, um, but no, look, as far as that, that particular case is concerned, I, I, I don't, I don't have a problem with that again. I, I mean, we 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 don't know all the details behind it and and so yeah. on, but um, but if that person was genuinely trying to defend their family, then I really yeah. don't see that there's an issue with that. It, 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 with, with the legal means that are available to you at the time, yeah, I think that that's, that's do whatever's necessary. And and so. I do, and we've talked about it before on the show. I don't know if I've told you. I do. I've been doing a lot of knife stuff lately. Um, learning how to use a knife as a defensive tool. And mm -hmm. one thing that we always talk about is uh, in this particular style of, of knife fighting or defense that we're doing, it's only limited to, you know, we're, we're trying to disarm the person. It's not meant to, to maim or kill a person. Everything we do is just about targeting certain places to make them unable to control a weapon. That's, that's what it's all mm -hmm. about. So, in in Idaho, anyways, in the state of Idaho, we're only allowed to do to use the means of force that would stop the threat. Sometimes that that is all the way up to to taking somebody's life. Or, for instance, if somebody comes at me with a knife and and I deploy my knife that I happen to have and disarm that guy, I'm not. It's not legal for me to keep slashing and stabbing. As soon as that threat's gone, if he's if he's dropped the knife. I have to stop. 
Otherwise, I'm the aggressor. I'm the bad guy. So I think it's important to understand, and maybe there's a lot of people that don't get that when it comes to even firearm defense. Mm-hmm. Uh, we only shoot to stop the threat. We don't shoot to murder. We don't shoot to kill. It's just only only to the level of violence necessary. Mm-hmm. So I... I don't know. And it may be the same way down there. Like you're saying, maybe if you had your golf club and and you had that at your disposal, um, sure. If you hit the guy once he takes off, that's one thing. But I imagine if you, the guy falls down and you continue to bludgeon him with your five iron, that would probably be a problem. Yeah. I mean, we, we were, we were looking at one of the things that I, I will stress right now is that, you know, to my, to my detriment, I'm, I'm, not across all of their self-defense laws here. I know, I know, I know. Well, I'm sure there's there's a lot to are. know. I'm sure. Oh yeah, there, there there is. Um, I know what they are in relation to using firearms. Okay, so that's a no go. You don't do it. Right. But um, you know, it, it it comes down to common sense. If any, like you said, if 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 I pulled out my golf club and you know I I hit the guy a few times and then you know he he felt. You know, he was afraid and he ran off. If I if I chased after him and you know ran him down with my car and then got out and then <laughs> you know tried to tee off using his head, that would be inappropriate. But if he ran off and then I was able to call the police and say, "Look, there's a guy that broke into my house. I've chased him down the street. Um, you know, I hit him with my golf club, but you know he's gone. Um, and he, he you know he was threatening my family. Da 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 da." Um, I I can only assume that that would be okay because I didn't use um, that as a force of an act of aggression. It was used to defend, and as we've read in the in the laws before, actually, it was you know to defend your your property, family, uh, wife, or or, or or things like that. So, or spouse, right. and, and so, um, and. And that's what it is actually in the law as far as self-defense is concerned. You can, you know, do things to exercise that. So, yeah. Um, yeah. So that, um, again, it depends on where you are. So like uh, here in Australia, you can't, you can't use that kind of deadly force against someone. It's illegal to carry knives. You know, it's illegal to carry them. So if you were to use a knife in self-defense, the first thing is, well, why did you have something that that you're not supposed to carry? Whereas, for example, and this is why I kind of asked the question before, if someone came at you with a knife and they, it was their knife and you disarmed them and then you picked it up to defend yourself, I I would, would hazard a guess that would be completely different scenario. Yeah. Because if the person was disarmed and then they kept coming for you, and you use that weapon that was their weapon that they had originally used against you to keep them away, to keep them at bay. That's not, you know, that I, that couldn't be considered a, a bad thing. But um, if if I picked up his knife and then chased him down the street and stabbed him ten times, that's another story, you know. So it, it's I guess it's all about the intent of what you're trying to achieve, because yeah. if if it is self defense, you you are only there to defend yourself. Yeah, um, and I and I if, imagine if, you should you should probably be able to articulate the experience as well. Mm. Yeah. So, but that, that I guess that's it. So, I mean, um, I'm happy to listen to other ones, but I think I 
I, I guess I made my personal <laughs> well, opinion pretty clear that I, would, I wouldn't I'm, have a problem with I'm that. I'd do anything I could under the law. I'm, I'm guessing you wouldn't disagree with, with some of that stuff. I don't. Maybe you knew this already. Did you know that uh, there was a shooting at my daughter's school last year? Did, I, did you ever hear about that? I, I you, yeah, we talked about that, and I, I remember calling I you just to check and make sure everyone was okay. So yeah, I couldn't remember if we had that conversation, so we don't need to talk yeah. about that. Well, maybe so. You heard about the most recent shooting, right? The school shooting, not here in Idaho, but in in uh, Michigan. No, I, no I, haven't, I haven't heard about that. So that's that's one of those things that I think rushing to judgment on what's going on is is a problem. So this kid. You probably should look it up. So you, I'm sure I'm going to butcher the context of the story. This this kid had had some issues previous in the high school. Um, definitely, there's some some mental issues going on. He visited counselors and and all this stuff at the school. Uh, Black Friday here, they went shopping. His his dad bought a a Glock. Pretty excited about it, and the kids started posting all these pictures about his new gun and how exciting. It, Excited he was about getting a new gun, and and uh, was it the kid's gun or was it his dad's gun? The dad purchased it, but this the, this fifteen year old kid had access to it. Okay, so it wasn't it wasn't the kid's gun; it was the dad's gun, and the kid. Okay, just so but, I understand. Yep. But what I'm well, and we'll get to there's there's a lot more to this story anyway. So a few days later, the kid's at school, and he's looking up on Ammo Land, looking up. Um, ammunition for for the the glock and also drawing these pictures about shooting somebody in the head so obviously the teacher freaks out right so she she sends them to the principal's office they call the parents um the parents come down and they visit with them and the principal told them this you have to get this kid in counseling within 24 hours and the parents kind of poo-pooed it then they just sent him back to class 15 minutes later, he shoots up the school. Uh, but fast forward a little bit, the parents, uh, the parents decide they were going to go on the run. The, the state decided they were going to arrest the parents for, for not taking any kind of action or being irresponsible, I guess is a better way to being irresponsible with the firearm to where he could get a hold of it. Um, which brings us to, to current, like, there's some people that say, well, you can't charge the parents for for something that the kid did, which I understand that point of view. But there's also another side of me that says you need to be a responsible firearms owner. Um, you know your kid has issues because he's had issues at the high school for a while, and they just ignored those issues. And it's pretty interesting. It's it's kind of a, a, a crazy case that could could change kind of some of the gun laws that, that are going on in the United States. Pretty pretty sad deal. Yeah, it's complicated, isn't it? Um, it's very complicated. So, and, and I hesitate to share a lot of stuff because um, we're still learning about the parents. The parents they 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 were on the run. They took off, and mm. uh, the feds had to finally catch up to them. So, I think there's a lot more to this story what than what's in the news right now. Um, the parents could be more involved with with the whole incident than just buying the firearm, especially if they knew that he was, he was thinking about shooting up the school. It's, um, look, 
there's a lot of different aspects to this and, and I'm going through my head because like, you know, it's not something that, that we, we, um, we experience, um, yeah. here. um, uh, you know, uh, firearms are so heavily regulated that that just doesn't happen. Um, yeah. Uh, you know, that, that, that doesn't mean that there's still not disturbed people at schools and, and tragic things don't happen. At, but it's, um, they just don't have access to guns, so they can't do it. And, um, yeah, but I think in, 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 and I'm not suggesting that that's, that's a solution for America because just, it just can't, it can't <laughs> happen. You know, um, I, but, I, I still think one of the best solutions is, uh, is communication again being being well, parents is is a huge problem you know more parents are being uh, being friends instead of parents right now well i i all these things you know everything starts at home and um i think i, I saw something with denzel washington recently one of his old interviews and someone was asking him questions about the issues facing, you know, um, young men. And he said, it starts at home. Yeah. It's, you know, the parents in the home, good parents in the home, teaching discipline. And, and uh, look again, I'm only going from what you just told me and what's, you know, it's, you don't want to speculate, but you know, I, I, the solution it's not a solution that i can even i can even empathize yeah. with because it just doesn't doesn't happen but and and to even speculate on it is is it would be unfair get people, really right now yeah but but um just to say you know um that if if, if your if your child has issues and and you're you're aware of those things then you know don't don't put things don't put things in in their way that can yeah you know like don't don't i mean it's just it's a parenting decision if you want to have firearms in the house and you've got an emotionally unstable person there make sure they don't have access to them and i know that's i don't want to sound flippant or dismissive no because it is you know the whole thing but every single needs to be looked at you know, yeah. on an individual basis, it's, it's not, you can't legislate, you know, like, like I said before, you can't legislate for the lowest common denominator um, no. all the time. You need to be able to, to do that. You know, um, you, you need to be able to, like I said, be a parent, understand, you know, what's happening in your, in your children's lives. And you know, I, yeah, I, I don't know about, well, so when I, you, I when really you don't know, when you purchase a firearm from a dealer here, you fill out what's called a 4473. And in that form, it uh, there's a, a list of things that disqualifies somebody from purchasing a gun. And that same list of disqualifiers, we call an unauthorized user, which a 15-year-old child is still technically an unauthorized user, unless I, in my opinion, unless you're there. Now, my kids are responsible enough. They've been around me enough to know how to handle guns and what to do if they find a gun. But there are a lot of uh, less caring people out there that, that don't even want to follow the rules or they don't understand why the rules are. There. 
and they leave stuff lying around. And that's, you know, honestly, a lot of the gun, a lot of the gun crime that happens in the United States comes from stolen firearms from people that don't mm. lock them up properly. Look, one of the, one of the one of the rules, or one of the things that we've got here, and 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 I'm not I'm not suggesting this is a solution at all. I'm just letting you know that this is Australia we're talking about. So, but one of the things that we have here is we have uh, junior shooters permits. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know, I need to be licensed to own a, a, a firearm. Um, I can only obtain that license when I'm 15. Oh, sorry, when I'm when I'm 18. Um, gun unless I have a junior shooter's permit which enables me to use a firearm in the company of a licensed responsible adult adult. yeah so um, an adult that's licensed okay so um, that it doesn't mean I can't take someone out and introduce them to firearms and so on. Um, uh, but it's, if it's something like on a, on a regular basis, you go and you get a junior shooter's permit. So anybody who's under the age of 18 is not allowed access to a firearm on their own. Right. So um, that's that's the law in Australia. And I'm not, I'm not suggesting that should be anything where you are because it's a different kettle of fish, but... Well, well you, it's you really... said before, you said before, you're not allowed to purchase a gun unless you're 18 anyway. So right, and I was going to say, uh, the law is similar here, other than you know the effect of licensing. But mm. anyone under anyone under 18 can't purchase ammunition. They can't purchase a firearm. Um, anybody in their right mind wouldn't sell a kit of firearm. I think you know, private sale wise. Um, but it, it would be unlawful for someone under 18 to to possess a firearm in the United States with without an adult being there now you can go hunting with an adult kind of similar to what you were talking about um you can purchase a rifle at 18 in the United States but you can't purchase a handgun at 18 you have to be 21 which I honestly I don't understand that rule if you're old enough to to buy a rifle you should be old enough to buy a handgun but whatever so, so you can own a rifle before you're 18, but you can't own a handgun. Well, you have to be, you can purchase one at 18. So you can buy a gun. Like I bought my son a gun before he was 18, but I kept it locked up in my safe. Um, he, he was unable to access that without me there because he didn't have the, he still doesn't actually have the safe combination, honestly. Mm. Um, mm. Uh, but I can't, I can't buy it and just give it to him. That would be, well, it, I think that would be unlawful. I'd have to dig that up, but it would be uncouth for sure. Well, you have 20,000 gun laws to remember. So I can understand yeah. if you don't have them on hand. So, <laughs> um, well, Hey, we've been, uh, I can let you go. We've been on, well, we've been talking for quite a while. We haven't been recording mm. as long as we've been on the phone together, but, uh, I, and I could go on all night if you wanted to. No, look, I'm, I'm happy to. I mean, if people, if people haven't tuned out and are still listening, you know, I can't, I can't, I can't uh, imagine everyone's still uh, engrossed by my opinion on different things. But, um, but uh, look, I'm happy to, I'm happy to chat. Um, well, well, we talked, off, we talked off the air about doing a, a little bit deeper dive on on some of the legal stuff, 
and we talked about maybe having some some people that you know i'm not going to mention names or occupations or or connections in any way um it may not happen but i think that would be a fascinating show um it would be awesome to, to have them understand gun laws and and how they relate here as well as other laws yeah like that, i think that laws and things i think that would be yeah. fascinating and if if the listeners if that's something they'd be interested in um that, that'd be definitely something we'd pursue a little bit deeper i think hmm um, no, I think that that's something that that would be it would be interesting to to get a greater understanding of that. So. Yeah. Is there anything uh, anything you'd like to tell the listeners of Range Minded Podcast before we say goodnight? <laughs> no. Um, <laughs> look, um, I'm I'm happy to talk about. Um, I'm, I'm happy to come on again if you would like me to, and and actually. With a bit more preparation, talk about a uh, yeah. you know, something. If if people would like to know, let, let Steve know. And um, yeah, this really share. Chris, you need to understand when I said Chris was kind of like a uh, a surprise guest. I literally text him, and he said, "Yeah, I'll be on." <laughs> like within within starting of recording, and and well, within the text message to recording was only what an hour maybe. Of, of me, yeah, me saying yeah, something so. So I can, like I said, I can understand if if uh, this this podcast has been hit and miss because there's been no preparation. I've just been talking. So, um, but look, um, I, I guess for, from my perspective, thank you for having me um, on and and, well, and you're always, to understand our, our perspective. You're always a welcome guest, and we've talked before. Like oh, what you even mentioned, Shot Show. At some point, we're going to get you at Shot Show, and we're going to walk you around the largest outdoor show in the world. At sporting mm-hmm. an outdoor show and and that would be fantastic video to, to just watch you walk around with a hundred thousand other people uh at a huge expo yeah it'd be head and shoulders above most of them so that would be interesting that's, so that's true yeah. and, and 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 maybe we'll find you a reason to stay over here too <laughs> <laughs> yeah okay um <laughs> Yeah, well, you know, I do, I do enjoy, I do enjoy guns a lot. So, you know. Um, yeah. So, despite what people think, you can own a gun in Australia, and you can enjoy the shooting sports. Hmm. Yeah. Look, you know, um, uh, um, I do. I have a lot of firearms, and I, I do enjoy my my sport shooting and and uh, and target shooting, and um, you know, the things that actually the as I said before, like the thing I'm actually most yeah, um, wrapped up in at the moment is is my long range um, precision rimfire. It's it's just um, it may not seem as fun for some people, but it's just uh, it's a blast, really. I imagine it it's is, challenging. Uh, it's got to be a challenge. Yeah, it is. You're not dealing with something that's traveling very fast. It's fighting fighting gravity it's got terrible ballistic coefficients and it's not very accurate in in the comparison but you're you know trying to read the wind and and trying to understand what's going on just hitting hitting any kind of target is 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 so rewarding so um yeah no i'm i'm, I'm really enjoying that aspect of it and, and i still like really enjoy just going out and and enjoy my firearm so um yeah so again, um, thank you very much for having me 
uh, talk about this. And, and look, if, if, if people would like to, like I said, hear my opinion, um, maybe we can prepare something a bit better next time. So Yeah, and we will. Well, thanks again for, for coming on, Chris. I really appreciate you taking, well, your afternoon over there, our evening here, and uh, and just being on. It's good to hear from you. Mm. Well, um, it's been it's been a pleasure. So thanks a lot, mate. Yeah, absolutely. Thank right. you. Okay, well, we'll talk to you later, brother. See you, mate. Bye. <laughs> See ya. Hey gang, we really appreciate you guys hanging out with us. If you liked this episode, make sure you let us know and everyone know by giving us a five-star rating and maybe sharing us with your friends. If you have an idea for an episode or a guest that you think would be cool to have on the show or you just want to get in touch with us, you can email us at podcast at iishooting.com or hit us up on Facebook or Instagram at Podcast. Thanks again and take somebody shooting.